Yo, what's up, ladies and G's? Much love to those returning and shout out for those tuning in for the first time. I'm your host, DeAndre Evans. And look, we still going strong Black History Month, aka Black Future Month. And look, I appreciate each and every one of you for tapping in, tuning in, and rocking with me. I hope you all are enjoying these throwback clips and episodes of some of the top entrepreneurs of our time and our generation that had the pleasure of actually coming onto the show, you know, spreading their light and then dropping gems and value to help all of us, you know, level up in our careers and our personal life and just mentally, you know, helping us think differently, seeing, you know, how things have changed over time and the importance of evolving and adapting and adjusting to make sure that we get to where we need to go. So look, I'm excited about today's show because I got one of my good guys, John Henry, who was a serial entrepreneur, investor, TV host, vlogger, public speaker, and podcast host. I mean, this guy has done a lot at just the age of 28 years old. I mean, he's been included in the Forbes 30 under 30. I mean, he's built and sold a million dollar business at the age of 21. He went on to create Harlem's first nonprofit business incubator by the age of 24, and then co-founded a venture capital firm called Harlem Capital that raised over $40 million for minority-owned small businesses. And so I hope you all enjoyed this interview. And like always, go ahead, grab your notepad, grab your snacks, cut the volume up, because it's time to do what we do best. It's time to level up. Let's get it. Are you ready? Level Up Daily, the hottest podcast for self-growth with interviews from the hottest celebrities. Tell them to level me up, tell them to level me up, yeah. Now, your host, DeAndre Evans. Tell them to level me up, tell them to level me up, yeah. It's time to level up. Now level up. Yo, what's good? How you feeling, man? Good, good. Can't complain, brother. Can't <laughs> complain. I'm glad to have you on, man. I'm super excited to have you and, uh, can't wait to dive into every little thing that's going on in your life. And if you can, just tune in and uh, let people know where you're calling in from right now. Uh, I'm in PA at the moment, uh, New, York, New York area where I'm born and raised. And I'll be in Austin, Texas in a couple of weeks, baby. Let's get it. Hey, let's go. Let's go. So listen, <laughs> if you guys are in uh, Texas, you got a heads up right there. So definitely tap in with a man and uh, make sure you guys check him out. But listen, John, what I like to do, honestly, man, to kick things off, to be super transparent here, because right now it's Thursday, right? And we got this little thing in society where we do throwback Thursday, right? So I would love mm -hmm. to do like a version of that with you and your lifestyle on how you actually became the businessman that you are. So if you could just open up a little bit, tell the world about you and uh, how you got started in the business realm. Yeah, man, um, for sure. I am proud son of immigrant parents, first and foremost, from Dominican Republic. Grew up broke in, in Washington Heights in uh, uh, Project Building. Um, and um, yeah, super humble beginnings. Uh, learned to make a lot out of a little. Learned to hustle hard. Um, school was not my thing. Um, jobs were not my thing, got fired a lot. Um, and so I was working as a doorman and one of the residents gave me an opportunity to get started in business with him. And, um, I said, yeah, uh, I said, fuck it. And I went and I started doing it. I was 18 years old and I haven't looked back since. Um, but I think the, the underlying DNA is big heart. My heart's always with the same communities that I come from, uh, is make a lot out of a little, um, and is doing doing has always been my greatest teacher far more than books which i love to read um eh, far more than you know anything really so those three pillars doing big heart and make a lot out of a little uh, has definitely got me where i am today 
Love it, man. I love that intro. And I know a lot of people like, man, this is going to be a great podcast. I can feel it already. You know, so to, to dive more into that aspect of you uh, stepping out, you said at 18 to really step into the business world and get things going. Like, what was that like? Like, what was that mindset? Um, did you grow up, you know, in the business savvy household or did you kind of like piece it together on your own and just like watch people? Like, how did that come about really? Yeah, no, no, no guidance. Um, you know, um, uh, my father wasn't a banker. Neither was my neighbor when it came to getting paper. Who the hell was going to train us? That's Nas. Um, yeah, no guidance, bro. Um, but what you have is the streets and what you have is pound and pavement. And, you know, and you have Nipsey Hussle right behind you, you know, who also had no blueprint. Um, but just because you don't have a blue, if you, if you have one, if you're blessed enough to have one, a blueprint in your family or your, somewhere in your immediate network, take advantage of it. That's the blessing. If you don't, that's also a blessing because then you get to nurture and develop your own style. And so you do need more self-motivation. You need more self-motivation, but that's why you need to be rooted in something that's going to get you through the hardest times. Because I'll tell you what, if you're in this for money, you're not going to last in the ring, bro. If you put someone who's in it for money in the ring with me, I will most definitely outwork them. You got to be rooted in something way deeper than money to get through the shit that you're signing up to go through. From my experience, the people that is in it for the accolades and for money tap out the fastest. One year, two years, three years, you're done. If you're in it because you love the game, if you're in it because you want to change your family situation, if you're in it because you want to change your community, if you're in it because you want to be the best version of yourself that you could be, then maybe you might last. So that's the mindset that I went into it with, man. And um, and I'm really proud that, you know, 10 years in, I could say that, wow, I can't necessarily say I've made it, but I can say I'm doing it. And that to me is way more important than making it. Hell yeah, bro. I, I definitely resonate with that. And I can relate 1000%, man, not having that blueprint and pretty much just figuring it out on your own. I know when I first got started in the industry, I had really no one to look to, right? I know I had to learn the the, the conflict of, you know, not seeking opinions, but instead seek counsel. So I tell all my students, everybody I come across, that's just like a major part of my lifestyle that I learned is that you know, though you go to your family, your friends, right, and you expect them to support you and to really push you, but nine times out of 10, you know, they may hit you with the, I don't think it's going to work, or uh, maybe little Johnny down the street did it, but it didn't pan out well, right? And it's not mm -hmm. that they didn't love you and didn't support you, it's just that they didn't understand your vision, right? They didn't understand what you were trying to pursue. So for me, I had to take that same initiative and really build my name, and I started to seek counsel from those who obviously experienced in what I'm trying to do and accomplish. So I totally relate to that brother 1000%. And uh, mm. to really dive in, into that a little bit more because um, I'm, I'm super curious and I love the topic of relationships. Uh, I think it's like a, a solid concrete pillar and growing your brand, your business and lifestyle overall. Like what was that uh, initial conversation with your parents? I, I'm not sure, you know, if you can dive into that, you know, being an 18 year old, you know, kid getting this opportunity, right, to dive and build this, this massive empire. Like, what were mom and dad saying to you? Like, were they like, no, don't do it? Or, you know, were they supporting you? Yeah, no, they definitely were not super into it. Um, you know, it was definitely not a household that, um, was super welcoming of taking professional risks because the, the the attitude was like, yo, we just took this massive risk and come to this country and we don't know anyone and blah, blah, blah. So therefore, your ass better stay in line and do some things that will guarantee 
that you'll have a better life than us. That was really the, the perspective that they were coming at it with from. Uh, and I definitely understand that. Um, but there comes a time in which you have to draw the line and decide what you want for yourself. Because a, lo a lot of people don't because you get criticized, you get judged, you become a disappointment. People might say, oh, I thought you were doing this. Now you're doing that. And like all kinds of things that people will project onto you compounded that that starts to get heavy. And so people say, eh, let me not deal with that. And so they'll as they'll shy away from the discomfort that comes with stepping into being who you want to be. And as a result, they might go 10, 20, 30 years living someone else's life. And for me, the trade-off was like, you have to want what's on the other side of disappointment and judgment more than you're afraid of the judgment. I like that. Right? Because like, because you're going to deal with that temporary discomfort most definitely for at least a two, three year period. And if you can't stomach it for that period of time, then you'll buckle and you'll go back to, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Well, and by the way, I'm not saying that like, I didn't go through those, those emotions. Like Nip, Nip said behind you, man, I went through every emotion. Right. <laughs> I went through every emotion, bro. And I, and every time I went through the full rung of emotions, I ended up determining this is still for me. It's real. And so that's why I said you got to be rooted in something way, way deep because you are going to go through every emotion. I think in everything we do, you benefit from asking yourself if you still want to do the thing that you said you wanted to do. Um, and because, you know, first we start with an idea of what we want for ourselves and we speak it so much and so often that we embody it. And then you embody that idea. And when you embody that idea, then it becomes your reality. And then when you're there, remember, you only ever want it to be there. But then when you're there, you say, okay, well, do I like this? And, and I like the freedom of being able to ask that question and answer it honestly. And I think in my particular case, with being a fund manager, I was like, I don't like being a fund manager. And the cool thing was I had a chance to chop with my boy, Gary V, because I'm signed to his speaking agency, Vayner Speakers yesterday. Um, and I was like, yo, GV, like I, I, you know, I left HCP and he was like, bro, let me tell you a story. He's like, you, I've known him for a long time. So he was like, yo, I used to have a $25 million fund called Vayner RSE. And then he's like, we were raising a hundred million dollar fund and I had $88 million raised. And I, in the, like, I gave it all back because he realized he didn't like managing people's monies either because he likes being a fucking operator. And I was like, yo, me too. So, so like, I just had that moment. Where I was like, bro, I like being a fucking operator. I like rolling my sleeves up. I like, you know, and, and not that, not that fund managers don't, but it's just a different game altogether. So I was like, yo, let me go back to what makes me feel like a fucking kid again. I, and so now I'm just such a big fan of like, do that shit that just your energy is insane when you do it. Because I'm telling you right now, the output that I have right now, I've never had this kind of output. I am on fire right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm cranking, I'm pushing, I'm pumping, I'm motivating, I'm doing everything. And I'm like, yo, that's because I'm doing something I want to do. I love doing this. Yeah. And, and so just to make the return to that has me knowing that I'm definitely um, 
in tune with what I got to be doing and myself. Final question for the audience. I know they, they'd kill me if I didn't ask you this because they all want to know, right? So, um, you know, what's that one piece of advice you can give that young entrepreneur, right? That person that's hungry, trying to hit the pavement, hit the ground running. And they're like, man, I'm trying, but it's not working. You know, they need that little extra push to get them out there and uh, jump off that cliff so they can soar. Yeah, I would say make it simple for yourself. Um, focus on this advice, especially for, for young folks or for, for new people getting in. It's like, yo, focus on shit that gets you excited because at the end of the day, you being excited about something is going to give you the energy to get to go through the pains long enough for you to get good at it. That's really the secret. It's like if you don't have an insane amount of energy for the thing that you're doing, it's going to be hard for you to get good at it. So take this time while you're young to just play around with for, you know, try a bunch of different stuff. And, and when you find that thing that you, that you kind of fucks with and you're like, yo, I like this and I could do this, even if it's dancing or art, or, you know, even if it's, I want you to be honest with yourself. If it's not what you thought it was, but you're like, damn, I kind of like this shit. Sure. Just focus on that. Be why? Because it's not about breadth. It's not about knowing a little bit about everything. It's just like, you're going to build depth in your perspective around this thing that you do so well with your own flair and that actually builds your value and that allows you to earn a lot of income and then earning income allows you to then build infrastructure around you and hire people and get gear and equipment and things like that but first you got to tinker mm -hmm. tinker for a couple of years and then you know uh follow follow that shit that you love doing and then you're going to become a beast and when you when you're a beast you, a lot of doors open for you. Yo, what's going on, gang? Tapping back into the podcast. Look, I just want to say thank you so much for tapping into the podcast. I hope this episode helped change your perspective on things, understanding how important it is to be rooted in your purpose and what you stand for. And look, it will mean the world to me. If you left a five-star rating and review, let me know your thoughts about the episode as it will go a long way for the show. And if you haven't subscribed already to the podcast, make sure you do so and be sure to tell a friend and make sure they tell a friend to tell a friend. You know how it go. But also on top of that, make sure you go tap in with John Henry, man. Make sure you go show some love to him if you enjoyed this episode and this snippet. Um, you know, you can find him on Instagram at John Henry Style right john henry style it popped up right there man uh, i'll put all that information down below in the description but also if you want to actually enjoy the full conversation that john and i had be sure to go to episode 121 that is the full segment with john and i we talk about it all we dive more into his backstory um you know the harlem capital uh his new venture loop with car insurance and so much more so make sure you go back listen to the full thing i promise you you are going to love that conversation. So with that being said, I appreciate you all. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. Follow me on Instagram at DeAndre underscore Evans. That's D-A-N-D-R-E underscore E-V-A-N-S. So until next time, y'all, much love, peace, and blessings.